trust me, there's more to working in fashion than sewing or selling clothes. So even if you've discovered that garment construction and pattern making aren't your cup of tea, there's most certainly a place for you in this industry. Hi and welcome to another episode of Wrapped Radio. My name is Linda Butelezi. Today's fun fact is I attended fashion school for about two years and I still don't know how to sew. So surely there is more to this fashion thing than designing or selling clothes. And today I'll be sharing how I am discovering my fit in the fashion industry. Because one thing that I have come to learn is that this world of fashion is not a one size fits all, which makes it a sphere of opportunity where you can add value in many, many different ways. I remember back in high school when my classmates and I would discuss our future careers and how no one believed that I was going to study fashion simply because I wasn't an art student and secondly because I didn't fit the typical quote-unquote mold of a fashion student and to my classmates at the time there was simply no way of working in fashion outside of designing or otherwise working in retail. I didn't obviously know all the career options available to me but I did know that I wanted to be a fashion buyer. That was a dream at the time. And I've also come to learn that you can experiment in as many things that you would like until you actually find what works for you. And with technology that has opened up so many avenues of careers that didn't exist maybe five to seven years ago, there's so many opportunities to learn and to work in this industry. So on many occasions, people want to know what my working life looks like, specifically because I work from home and I don't have a job that many people understand. So I'll be answering some of these questions today. Um, The first one is, what do you do? And the answer to that question is that I am a fashion writer. I own a blog under lindobutelezi.com and I also freelance for a number of publications. I really enjoy what I do because I really enjoy telling fashion stories as I've mentioned before and there's always something new in fashion. It's a dynamic industry that changes daily and there's always new people to discover and to share stories about so that's why I really really enjoy fashion. The second question is how did you become a a fashion writer? So um, it started as a hobby. So in 2013, I started writing my ebook. Um, obviously, it wasn't something that I was doing seriously. I just started writing because I was doing a styling course at school and I thought it would be a great opportunity to use the knowledge that I was learning and express it in, in a way that I really enjoy through writing. So I did that. And then in 2014, I started a Tumblr blog. Um, I'm not too sure what the Tumblr blog is called or where it is today, if it still exists. I have no, no idea. So never please ask me about that. And then in 2015, I finished writing my ebook and I published that in 2016. And then in 2016, in the same year, I launched my official blog, which is still running today. And then in 2017, I started a writing course. It's developed and taught by a guy called Daniel Di Piazza. He is the founder of a company called Rich 20 something and I really enjoyed that course. I enjoyed the content because it was so practical and I could use every single step that he taught um, to find work for myself in the industry and it really is 
beneficial if you want to become a writer and get paid for your content and um, you also he also dives deep into how you can contact editors of the publications that you want to work for how to charge for your money so really if you are looking to write um as a side hustle or you want to write full-time i really do recommend that you check out daniel tipiaza because his course is amazing and then in the same year i started writing full-time um yeah fashion publications and the biggest lesson and the biggest thing that I can say I took from these experiences and writing for a full three years before I got my first paying job is that you really have to focus on mastering your craft um, because that will open the doors for you the right doors for you because when you've got something to show the people that you want to work with in the future it really works to your advantage so that's the biggest lesson that I've learned. So now I'll be answering some of the questions that, other questions that I get asked frequently. So let's get into it. The most interesting question that I still get today is what is freelancing? And I still get people who believe that I work for free. And just to clarify, freelancing has absolutely nothing to do with giving your services away for nothing or working for free. The Google dictionary definition defines the word freelance as being self-employed and hired to work for different companies on particular assignments, i.e. a freelance journalist. So what that basically means is that you are hired by one company or several companies for a specific time period or for however for an indefinite time period and you provide services for them and you're not employed on a full-time or a permanent basis. That's what freelancing means. So under no circumstances or at any point should you feel like if you're freelancing, you should be working for free. I hope that helps someone today. And then another question that I get asked quite often is how long have you been freelancing? So now at this point in my life, I've been freelancing for three years. And the truth is I really haven't had a real taste in full-time employment in the fashion industry. I was kind of thrown into freelancing and I can say that I never really had the time neither nor the luxury to consider it as an option. I just knew that back then in 2016 when I wanted to start working in the fashion industry that was the best route for me to take. And since then I really haven't regretted it. I wouldn't have had it any other way. I love freelancing because of the flexibility that it off, that it affords me. The next question is, what is the best part about freelancing? And obviously, I can say that the best part about freelancing is being my own boss and curating my own schedule. I love having being able to work at 12 o'clock at night or 3 o'clock in the morning because those actually between 12 and 5 o'clock in the morning those are the, my most productive hours and so I love being having I love having that flexibility and the freedom to be able to do that the next question is what does being your own boss mean it means a lot of things to me but the things that really stand out at the moment is that it means remaining accountable to myself and uh, making sure that I follow through on all the things that I say that I'm going to do. And it also means setting my own goals and reaching them, which also includes setting editorial plans for myself and making sure that my time is prioritized and certain 
certain activities are prioritized and just making sure that my my working life is is in order and then the biggest thing I would say is um, taking responsibility for my learning and for my network I think taking responsibility for my learning has been the biggest one because I'm not working for a company that's paying for my learning and development and as a freelancer you are a business person and you are everything in your business so it's really important for you to know what you're doing so that your business can stay you can stay in business basically and then also networking also I don't have the luxury of working in a group of people that I can glean from um like I would have if I was working in an office environment. So it is really up to me to make sure that I, I grow my network as strong as possible. So yeah, that really, that, that's what it means to me. Um, that's what being my own boss means to me. The next question is, what have you learned? I think, um, at the beginning, because you just want you just your main focus is trying to find clients and trying to get the bills paid, um, but as you start to become more confident in your freelance writing, what I would say is that it's really important to work on projects that you enjoy working on that you believe in, and it's really important to align yourself with clients and companies that whose values are the same as yours because it's good to work with people who understand you and you understand them and it's really also great to work with people who bring out the best in you and one thing another thing that I've learned is that although I do like working on my own I really do find pleasure in collaborating with other creatives because there's so much to learn from other people we all have different experiences and no man or no woman is an island. So it's really important to, to engage with other creatives. And another question is what to consider when freelancing. So what to consider when freelancing is that you, obviously you own your time, which can be a blessing or a curse, especially if time management is not your strength. But that can really be, that's a skill that you really can work on. If time management isn't something that you're strong at, you can always work on that. And then another point is that at the beginning of your career, you may or may not make a lot of money. And so if you are considering moving in, moving from a full-time job into freelancing, I would say maybe do it as a side hustle and see how your freelance, until your freelance career can sustain your lifestyle um but as you as you grow in your confidence usually you start to make more money another thing to consider is that obviously you don't have the support of a team and it can get very lonely especially if you're working by yourself at home so if you're a person who likes being around people and who is energized by other people's energy I would say you should try working in co-working spaces and find co-working spaces in your city so that your freelance experience can be a fruitful one the next point about um, what to consider is that you're going to have to learn a lot of things by yourself which is a great thing because the internet is just full of so many resources that you can make use of 
you can take online course after online course you can watch videos on youtube you can read articles there's just so much on the internet to help you grow and learn as much as you need to learn and then the next point of what to consider I think a lot of people have this misconception that when you're a freelancer, you have all the time in the world to do whatever, whenever. And that's not necessarily the case. In my experience, I've learned that I worked double or work double a nine to five. Um, and so public holidays are not public holidays, really, when you work for yourself. Public holidays or working days and so are weekends and so are every other day, you know. So that is one thing to consider always. And then the next point I would say is something that you always have to consider is your worth. At the beginning, it might be a little bit daunting and intimidating to negotiate your price. But as you get as you become more confident, I think it's important for you to understand what you bring to the table and to never be afraid to renegotiate when necessary. And then I think the most important thing to consider, but not just in freelancing, just across the board when you're working with people, is to be reliable. That if you commit to completing a project, you should do it and you should give it your best. One thing that I've learned about, especially the South African fashion industry, is that it is very, very tiny and very, very well connected. So if you really want to do well in the fashion industry, it's important for you to maintain good relationships with people as much as possible. Next question is, how does it feel? Well, obviously, it feels amazing to be your own boss. Um, and it feels great to be able to work from anywhere at any time, provided that you have internet connection, your phone, your laptop, or whatever, you, whatever else you need to make your, your working experience great. Um, I think one thing that is a little bit stressful is not making the money that you'd like to make. That doesn't, that sucks. That feeling really sucks. Um, but it doesn't last forever. And then also at the beginning of your freelance career, if you're doing it full time, you may feel like you're on a hamster wheel. I know this is how I felt at the beginning. I felt as though I was just writing, invoicing, writing, invoicing, waking up, sleeping, writing and invoicing some more. And that's all my life was. Um, and another thing is that not everyone is going to understand your schedule and sometimes you're just not going to be able to go out with your friends because you have to work and or you're just not going to be able to go to certain things and you're going to have to make certain sacrifices and your lifestyle is going to change a lot sometimes and that's just something that you're going to have to deal with and I think it depends on your attitude it can suck or it can just be a learning experience and I think I'm on the last question and the last question is how do you keep motivated so the first thing for me and the most obvious one is obviously the deadlines deadlines keep me motivated but also a change of environment makes a difference because I work from home all the all of the time and I prefer to work in my own space in my own environment um it's easy to just get 
lost in my own thoughts and sometimes just removing myself from an environment that is familiar and working with people who are to maybe see things differently just you know changes the energy and helps with creativity so I would definitely say changing your environment if you're used to working in one environment and then one thing that's very simple and very obvious also is um, not getting lost in the grind and reminding yourself to live life reminding yourself to go out with your friends and reminding yourself to to do activities that you enjoy to go places that inspire you mm-hmm. and um, that is what usually keeps me motivated thank you for listening to my Q&A session I really enjoyed answering those questions if you have further questions that you'd like to ask me feel free to email me at info at lindobutelezi.com and I would love to feature some of your questions in another episode of this podcast. Every Wednesday, I run a Woman Crush Wednesday series where I interview some women in creative spaces with the aim of sharing ideas on how to make our creative careers work for us. And however that looks, whether it's through full-time employment, freelancing, having a side hustle or starting up own businesses. Thank you for listening and stay tuned on my Instagram at lindo underscore butelezi for episode updates. Please subscribe, rate and review this episode and I will catch you on the next one. So that's all for today's questions that I've been frequently asked. If you do have some more questions that you'd like to ask me about fashion and writing and freelancing, I'll try my best to answer them. You can email me at info at lindobutelezi.com or find me on Instagram at lindo underscore butelezi and DM me and I'd be happy to do another Q&A podcast session. I also run a series on my blog called Woman Crush Wednesday where I interview some women who work in creative spaces with the aim of sharing ideas on how to make our creative careers work. Thank you for listening and stay tuned on my Instagram at lindo underscore butelezi for episode updates. Please subscribe, rate and review this episode and I will catch you on the next one.